talking about coping mechanisms today. Um, mechanisms are similar to mechanisms. Um, <laughs> I have a feeling it's dark blue time. It's dark blue time. It's time to get down and blue, dark. <laughs> We're going to bust open a beer. Yeah, what kind of beer are you going for today? Let's see. I'm going with a Robust Porter, Busted Sandal Brewing Company. Ooh. I haven't had their porter. El Robusto Porter. Robust Porter, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Crafted deep in the heart of Texas, brewed and canned by Busted Sandal Brewing Company, San Antonio, Texas. Oh, I like this. It's got a um, pleasantly chocolate and coffee flavor, bold and creamy. You like my descriptions there? Yeah. <laughs> You're getting good at this. <laughs> oh, and as it warms, it opens up to a pronounced sweetness and rich caramel note. This is uh, kind of like a dessert beer. Kind of thick. It is. And, and, and sweet. Mm-hmm. Thick and sweet. <laughs> just like it uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> nice man that sounds really good for those that aren't familiar with a, a porter i uh kind of wikipedia it it's a brown malt the name was first recorded in the 18th century thought to come from its popularity with street and river porters who carried objects for others i feel like if we're going into a coping episode today that is one of the things that i do to cope i feel like helping others get through something helps me cope that's awesome hell yeah man what you got? I am drinking a Savage Journey Rye IPA from Elysian. Uh, Elysian is a local Seattle brewery. Uh, they're pretty big. You actually probably can find the Space Dust IPA down there in San Antonio. So let's uh, see what we got here. Oh man, this is great. You know, recently I've I'm enjoying IPAs a lot more. Very citrus forward, which I enjoy for this in the time. Mm-hmm. And um, it's a 22 ounce bomber, so uh, <laughs> nothing nothing better to have have with breakfast than a 22 ounce beer. All right, so let's dive into coping and coping mechanisms and how we try to make things as cope ascetic as possible. Yeah, man. I guess I don't realize sometimes what are coping mechanisms. Like, I guess I have habits that I do, like maybe I don't realize I'm doing as a coping mechanism. Right. (laughs) Same. I get in the habit of doing something and I think we all live under this disguise of coping. Absolutely. You know, I, I think it's sometimes hard to recognize that when you're wrapped up in your own stuff, you know, it's hard to recognize that other people are dealing with their own shit. I think it's really important for us to learn to be aware of that and understanding of that and know that everyone's coping in some way. You know, I think if we know that and we know it about ourselves, then we can be more more actively helpful with others like like you were talking about and I think if we can be aware of others struggles and coping mechanisms or whatever that uh, we can be more present in their lives and and help out more yeah and I think everybody's going through some kind of struggle just the other day I was I was driving in my Rolls Royce to my yacht that I have out in uh, Santa Monica after I ran out of fuel in my private jet do you you believe me (laughs) I'm actually just upset you didn't come pick me up first I had a full plan of uh, my entourage (laughs) I think we all I think we all cope, even the ones that do have the luxuries of life. Oh, I'm sure. You know, I'm sure it gets to a point where you spend money to cope with the bullshit that you don't want to deal with anymore. Right. You know, that's the big thing we need to talk about is like, what are positive coping mechanisms? What are negative coping mechanisms? And if you were to name your top three coping mechanisms, whether negative or positive, what would you say they are? Let me have a, a big gulp of this El Robusto Porter. 
your accent is impeccable. Thank you. Uh, I'm joking. Okay. Just just so you guys all know, the point is not to uh, condone alcoholism and what we're doing here. It's really just a conversation piece and a way to get our conversations started. We don't want to get in the way of anybody's struggles or anything like that. We want this to be an inclusive place and community for people to come to where uh, they can feel comfortable and feel like they belong. Yeah, I like that. And to come back to your question, I love watching movies. I love the stories behind them, the characters behind them, especially if there's a great show. I can just dive right in, binge it, get lost in another world or get lost in somebody else's problems. They're fictional. Something that gets you out of your mental state uh, safely. Yeah, definitely. Um, With anything, there's a line, you know, it's like Mm -hmm. if it starts affecting your life and impacting your life in a way that you're binge watching shows and staying up so late that you end up going going to work late or not going to work at all because they're too tired to wake up or something like that, you know, that's when it kind of crosses the line between, uh, I think, a positive and a negative coping mechanism. Right. Mindlessly watching TV without caring what you watch. Right, yeah. Oversleeping, overeating, mm-hmm. like comfort food. I'll, I'll think of a comfort food and just be like, I want that Nacho Bell Grande from Taco Bell. I'm thinking about <laughs> it. So food, maybe food. Um, anything that gives me comfort. And maybe that's the connection, that comfort and the, the coping. I think so. I think you're right. Like, I think... I think the coping mechanisms are have some kind of connection to something that made us feel comfortable and as a child or you know in certain times of our life things that remind us of certain times where we were feeling our best yeah yeah so feeling my best uh it's usually in the times that i don't realize it where i'm helping somebody else man i I feel better about my situation or i just feel better in general so i'd say that's my strongest coping mechanism is is the unaware coping mechanisms where I don't even know that I'm coping when I'm helping somebody else out. What about you? How how do you cope? It's funny because I think we have some pretty similar ones. So I definitely do like to have a nice cold beer at the end of a long day, right? Enjoy the flavors. I enjoy the community that it creates. So uh, there's more to it for me than getting drunk. Uh, I actually hate the feeling of being drunk and being overly sauced. (laughs) Um, Sauced. (laughs) But yeah, I mean... It's, it's really nice to have to walk down the block and have a couple drinks at the nearby brewery or, or tap room or something. And it, because it, it gives you that connection with other people and gives you kind of a new experience, something outside of your regular day, just kind of cut through the monotony or whatever. Second, I would say is definitely same as you is uh, just getting into a good comedy. I mean, I grew up in the the 90s when like sitcoms, like 30-minute sitcoms were really popular and common, and it was just mindless comedy, cute little moral at the end that helped you feel good about yourself or, you know, and so I grew up in that time, and those were, that's something that I really loved as a kid, and something that I go back to now because, uh, like I said, maybe, I don't know, maybe it makes me feel in that comfort zone I was when I was a kid, just safe and watching TGI Friday. (laughs) So anyway, so definitely that. And the other one, I don't know, it's kind of a toss up because, because food is definitely a big one for me. More recently in my life, I'm trying to be much more healthy in what I eat, what I consume. But I mean, I definitely, I have days where I'm just like, oh man, I need some wings and fries and (laughs) <laughs> so, uh, you know, I'll have, every once in a while I'll sit down and I'll have that 15-piece wing and a basket of fries and I'll be good to go for for a while. And the struggle is real when you have when you in your mind highlight the health benefits of being healthy and active and the way that that makes you feel. 
And then you go over to the other side of it with the stuff that's not good for you and the stuff that you avoid because you're trying to be healthy, like the cinnamon buns. And the, and then you remember <laughs> the feeling that that gives you. There's a balance. Definitely. And I think, you know, maybe maybe just what it comes down to with anything is is moderation. You know, maybe there's something to that whole concept that uh, anything in moderation is, is yeah. good. Treat yourself. Don't beat yourself. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're lucky I love you, man. For me, I'm working on adding some coping mechanisms to my life that are like healthier. I think my top three that I really want to add to my life are just gaining knowledge, reading, learning just about whatever I can. I really I enjoy that. And I love uh, having new things that are going to help me in what I'm doing in my life. I've been using Skillshare to help with some of the stuff with the podcast and some other business stuff that I've been I've been learning and that always kind of gives me positive feelings because I'm like oh yeah I'm learning and I'm just making progress on this thing that's really important to me yeah technology makes that pretty easy now yeah absolutely also I'm working on being much more consistent about working out uh you know I've over the last couple years I've gotten a lot better about working out on a regular basis and recognizing the feeling that I have when I get in there and lift some weights and get my body to a place where I want it to be and looking good and that sort of thing kind of gives me that confidence and and that I need going into my day. I think the other coping mechanism that I really am trying to work on and and put in my life is limiting technology, Um, limiting my time on my phone and things like that, making sure that I'm not just glued to it, you know, because it's so easy to be there all the time. And I find this certain level of stress that gets created by being on my phone all the time and that sort of thing and be really conscious of how often I'm using it. I can reduce that stress level. So that's been really nice. I'd like to have more of in my life is just is sex, uh, <laughs> the endorphins and the the uh, also confidence that 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 gives. I think is really important, and also obviously the connection with your partner and that sort of thing. So you want to cope with sex, huh? Right, right. But obviously, <laughs> you're you're the the Don Draper of our society today. <laughs> the Don Draper. <laughs> <laughs> no, well, no, no. I might edit now, are you practicing those coping mechanisms now, or have you? I mean, have you started to? Yeah, these are things that I'm working on uh, and trying to add to my life. And you know, I'm really lucky because I've got a great partner who who really encourages these things, and we're on the same page with trying to be healthier in general, like body, mind, all of that. And we're really working together to put these things in our lives. You have somebody who is encouraging you to do it and is doing it with you. You know? Do you like yoga? I do, yeah. Do y'all do yoga? Have you heard of acro yoga? <laughs> Is that the uh, the couples yoga where they do all kinds of crazy like circus yeah. away shit? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it looks like fun. Downtown San Antonio, they have the Pearl Lawn. A great place to go for drinks and just kind of hanging out and sitting there. But yeah, they have uh, acro yoga on the lawn and you'll see these couples and I'm just Amanda wants me to do that and I just I'm like, man, I'm just going to pass too much gas. <laughs> That's what you're worried about? I'm worried they're going to see parts of me and I'm in an open field man like it'll dissipate quickly it won't dissipate trust me (laughs) (laughs) so let me identify some of the coping mechanisms that i want to have 
uh, getting out and, and just and dancing with Amanda, just because I know she loves to do that. Because it, it puts me out of my comfort zone, but it's the, the rush I feel when I get out there and dance. I don't know what I'm doing, but I, I learn, and you learn together in the moment, and that's kind of the fun of it. Because I'm not that kind of person to go out there on the dance floor. She knows that. And so I want to get out there and dance more. Dance to my favorite song. I need to do that more. Getting out more. I guess just being more active. Go walk the cat. Because Clark doesn't like to walk. <laughs> Working out. I've been trying to run during the week before work. It helps me to reset my mind because I think a lot when I'm running. So I'm going to tie that into the second one. Number three, just, I guess, meditation and changing my attitude and thinking positive thoughts and saying positive things to myself. And if I can get into the habit of that, I can stop overthinking every single thing. Those things build up into worry. And if I want to get in a good habit and have that be a coping mechanism, because if that can better myself, then I'll find lessons in that and learn from it in a more positive, healthy way versus focusing on the negative. Or That's awesome. Really just kind of changing my mindset, my attitude. Because I'll have some weird-ass dreams. Like, at night, if I if I let these stresses fester, I'll have, like, stuff that doesn't make sense. It could be the Nachos Belgrande. <laughs> uh, that's when I treat myself. Welcome back to Into the Dark Blue. What's up, guys? Talking about coping mechanisms today. Um, mechanisms are similar to mechanisms. Um <laughs> Uh. <laughs> uh, but yeah, we're talking about coping mechanisms today and where we'd like to be uh, with our lives and, uh, and how we'd like to better our, ourselves and how we cope with the stuff that we deal with. But, uh, but I, I think right now we could, it's probably a good time to, um, talk about how we cope with ball sweat. Well, I get more gross domestic ball sweat here in San Antonio because of the humidity and the heat you're up there in seattle you probably get a couple drops in i'm down here living the struggle oh yeah i mean you're you're dealing with 100 degree weather you know the 100 percent humidity on top of it pretty lucky to have those sheath undies <laughs> yes the sheath undies have been saving me yeah seriously so if you guys haven't tried them out yet go to sheathunderwear.com slash dark blue all caps or just use promo code DARKBLUE, all caps. You'll get 25% off your first order, and your junk won't thank you enough. Yeah, 25% off your first order. That's huge. <laughs> Let's talk a little bit about coping mechanisms and what are negative versus positive coping mechanisms. I was asking around about a couple people of how they cope, and one of them mentioned that they put together a place that they go to that has some things in it that lets them cope, like a coping box of stuff that helps you. Images, pictures in it, some books, kind of a collection of good things. I like that. Yeah, like adding regimens to your life that just create health, that create balance. You know, if you can get out of your comfort zone and volunteer somewhere, most of us are limited on time, but it, it makes it all the more meaningful to somebody else who really needs it. And it counteracts that loneliness, but also allows you to give back to the world in a way that's uh, satisfying. Yeah, definitely. You know, and that's, I, I think I find even just when I'm out in my day and somebody needs help in some way or another, like, and I, and I find myself opening up and, and allowing that to happen and help that person i go about my day after that feeling much more just positive you know and and i know that helping people isn't necessarily we don't do it because like for selfish reasons to feel good you know but it is just a result it's just a natural result of helping somebody yeah, I was going to say, because you're, you're putting yourself in a situation where you're uncomfortable and you're problem solving, like you're actively problem solving with that person and you're finding lessons in that. 
and that gives you like like an endorphin rush. And you know, I think it's really common for us to try to replace those endorphin rushes with things that aren't so healthy because they're you know easier to find or they're easier to hide for the most part, you know, and we have so many, so many things are so accessible now, you know, and I mean, like I mentioned earlier, I, I've had several friends who've struggled with addiction and, you know, the things that they use to cope in those, those situations is things like drugs and alcohol and things like that. Mm. And all of them have fought very hard in their lives to replace those coping mechanisms with better ones. I, I think it's it's human nature to want to avoid those negative coping mechanisms. But sometimes in our minds, we just don't know any other way. It's the easy way. So we take it sometimes. And I'm not saying addiction is a choice. It's definitely a who have addiction and struggle with addiction can't. They, they truly struggle with it. They don't necessarily have power over, the, over those decisions all the time. And I think that's one thing a lot of people don't understand is that addiction, it's a disease in that manner. Like you go towards those things just naturally. Uh, and it's it's something that you literally have to fight against. Everybody I know who's, who's struggled with those things, they don't just give in to the current and just go all in on addiction they're all fighting against it and trying to move away from it and create better coping mechanisms in their lives to where they're not destroying their bodies right anybody with any kind of addictive disorder they're aware of their problem but they might be unable to stop it even if they wanted to and that can cause health problems and problems at work and that taking stress out on others hurts everybody it's not what you intended and it causes this negative feedback loop and I think that's what it comes down to is negativity. Like how much negativity are your coping mechanisms adding to your life? You know, and I, that's, that's a really good measure is to, you know, am I, am I creating positivity or am I creating negativity in whatever it is that we do? I mean, there, there's definitely a point where watching too much TV can be a negative coping mechanism. You can even work out too much, you know, you go to the gym for four hours out of your day because you get obsessed with how your body is and again we've we've crossed the line from something that's positive and create and turned it into something that's negative we should go into how to create a stress relief toolkit something that they can go to that box of of good things that will get you through and cope in a way that's healthy hey hey guys welcome back What's up? I was talking with Zach here about what should we do to create some kind of coping toolkit? It doesn't necessarily even have to be a physical toolkit. Say you have a note in your phone with all of your things that you can do or uh, even creating a schedule and adding things to your, your Google calendar to where you remember to go work out and you remember to set some time aside to, to do some reading or eat healthy food or whatever it is. Right, because my coping toolkit, it's all in my head. And I have this box that I envision in my head that I go to. I think back of memories and certain times of the year that I love. I'm addicted to the holidays and being around family and friends, being able to do that. Just getting out in the nature. You have so many beautiful settings out there in Seattle. You go skiing. I have to drive like nine hours to get somewhere where I can ski. <laughs> There's things like meditating, going out and getting a massage. Do you ever do that? Do you ever book yourself a massage? Yeah. You know, if you've got medical insurance, it's great because there are places that do sports massages uh, that will actually use your insurance for your massages. 
What else, though? Contacting uh, one of your best friends, talking it out? Yeah, that's a big one for me. Like having conversations, my conversations with you, just feeling so much more positive and excited and just like getting to vent about things and having somebody who gener- like genuinely cares about what's going on in your life, I think is a really positive coping mechanism. Do you do phone calls or texts? Like what's your thing? I don't know. I think a little bit of both. You know, throughout the yeah. week, I think when it's busy and it's easy to just check in with somebody and text them and be like, hey, how's it going? And you feel still feel that connection with the person, uh, even though you might not necessarily have the opportunity to have a hour phone call or something. I'd rather do deep conversations aside from this in a text form, just what I'm comfortable with. And that comfort aspect goes into the coping and it creates a positive atmosphere. Retail therapy, hey, do, you know, maybe yeah. you can buy yourself something nice if you have the means to do it. I mean, you know, it's one of those things that can easily slide into a negative coping mechanism. Uh, by spending too much money, uh, spending outside your means, getting, getting credit cards that you can't afford to pay off, things like that. It's also really good to be able to just go out, give yourself a limit, you know, say you want to spend 20, 50 bucks on yourself and buy a new shirt, buy some new shoes, something like that, that just help you feel a little bit more confident, a little bit better about yourself. Also, uh, keeping like a journal, I don't do that. Like even just something like a three-minute journal, a time that you can vent out to yourself uh, in a note on your phone and document things that have been bugging you in the week or in your life. Yeah. And- Doogie Hauser style. <laughs> Curious how many people listening actually know who Doogie Hauser is, but man, I'm really digging this IPA. This Porter, I just finished it right now. and I enjoyed it. It was a good one. <laughs> I'm only about halfway through this bottle right now, so... I don't know if I'm going to finish it during the set or not, man. You know, and one thing that I haven't, and I don't know why, but I didn't bring up is like, you talked about journaling. And for me, it's poetry, you know, just writing, sitting down and writing some poetry really helps me. Uh, It really helps me get out my thoughts in a way that um, are very real and raw and a release for me. And do you just kind of jot it in your head and just kind of, as you're driving, say these things out loud? Like what, what's your personal, your, your you know, it depends on on where I'm at. You know, sometimes like I've got an hour drive back and forth to work. And so usually when I'm driving, I'll bring up my notes and use speech to text and just kind of speak the words, speak the lines into my notes on my phone. My personal Instagram posts on my on my Instagram page are you know, that's kind of my whole purpose with that is to be a more positive influence on social media. And that really gives me a form of release as well. I love that. That's cool. Finding what helps you cope in a healthy way is extremely important. Otherwise, you're going to fall into something possibly negative. It's easy to find a negative coping mechanism. We're back. We're back. All right. Any uh, final thoughts on this? Well, man, I think I would just like to encourage anybody who's listened to the episode today to really take this and just evaluate their own personal coping mechanisms and you know, take some time and figure out what their top three current ones are and what their top three would like to replace those or add to their life to become healthier are really just finding a way that you can identify the healthy ways to cope and then also the unhealthy ways so that you can really distinguish and choose which path you want to take. There's a lot of healthy options and with technology out there, you can really make a big difference in your life with positive coping mechanisms. You know, and one thing that I forgot to bring up is therapy. Just over the last couple of years, I have been helped 
exponentially by just going to therapy. It's a great coping mechanism. It really is because it helps you talk through all the stuff that you're dealing with with a third party, uh, somebody who's not involved with any part of your life whatsoever. And they just really are great at asking the right questions to get you where you need to be with something, with things that are going on in your life. See a therapist, um, even if you're not dealing with a bunch of stuff that you think is worthy of seeing a therapist for, just go anyway. Absolutely, I agree. I mean, I used to as a teen and therapy helps process and helps you express your emotions and feel better about yourself. Many times people who are self-injuring, they're also dealing with treatable conditions like depression and anxiety. Just be honest with yourself and your counselor or your therapist and attend uh, any kind of treatment session. Stick to a treatment plan. It's, it's very beneficial for your mental health. You got to help yourself before you can really help others. Man, that's so true. That's like, that's, that's the phrase right there. That's what we want to talk about. Like you got to help yourself before you help others. It's so true. Um, I went through so many years where I was trying to make other people happy so much <laughs> that I was, it was causing depression and it was causing just this loss of identity because I was trying to do everything for everyone else and nothing for myself. And when I started implementing those things and taking care of myself, I noticed a huge change in my life where people became much more open with me and this created so many more opportunities because I was healthy and people could see that in me. Building and maintaining relationships outside of yourself, also a positive way to cope, being physically active, something Zach and I like to do. Um, get out there, dance to your favorite song, step out of your comfort zone, even when you're feeling depressed or just anxious about something. For me, changing your attitude and thinking positive and going out of your way to make that a habit would be a great coping mechanism. And that's something I'm going to strive towards and helping myself. Creating that mental toolkit, that go-to box of, of mental positivity, whether it be going out for a walk, meditating, yoga, acro yoga on the lawn. <laughs> With the flatulence. Just let it all out. Let it out emotionally and physically. Uh, but, uh, yeah. Anyway, but but yeah, guys, thanks for listening. And uh, as always, we appreciate you and we are here for you. If you need somebody to talk to, uh, you need some ideas on how to uh, maybe change your coping mechanisms or, or add new ones to your life, you can always message us on our website at intothedarkblue.com or on Facebook or Instagram as well. Um, Instagram, we are into underscore sorry i always do that wrong yeah you do <laughs> instagram we are into the underscore dark blue find us there add us follow us message us guys you can find me at cowboysupernova.com or instagram at the cowboy supernova if you buy the art from my website it goes to charity of your choice and zach yeah i'm at breaking of light on instagram and i've got some positive encouraging posts there and some poetry things of that sort you can also find my poetry book nomad psalms on amazon.com for like eight bucks go check it out all right guys so go out there and cope in the best way possible and uh let us know if you need us Dude, I am so excited to be working with this great beer company. They're called Obets Brewing. They are a local couple who started a brewery here in Seattle about two years ago and have made such an amazing impact on the community. I cannot wait for you to come visit and taste their beer, Josh. I'm excited to try it. Sounds really good. I've heard you need to try out the porter. Yes, absolutely. Try that porter. It's porter number three. It's what got them going, guys. So go support it.